Hey everybody, welcome to Drinks and Things, episode 2. This is Christina. Today I'm interviewing my friend Jessica. Hello, Jessica. Hello. Hello, Jessica. Jessica, I'm here. Jessica, why don't you tell us your experience in the industry? Experience in the industry? Yes, your experience in the industry. (laughs) 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 Well, let's see. I started serving when I was 18. I worked at Red Lobster and they wouldn't let me serve until I turned 18 because you can't legally sell alcohol in the state of Georgia. Yeah, how they legally let you do it in the first place. Yeah, so, well, they let me. They let me work there as a hostess, but I didn't become a server until I turned 18. And then. That's when I first learned about alcoholic beverages. And then I eventually started serving at AMC Fork and Screen in Buckhead. Never worked there. (laughs) I mean, that was 10 years ago, but never worked there. And then I met my best friend now, who is a bartender, who taught me how to bartend. And then I started working at a hotel. And I would bartend there occasionally, but mostly serve. What hotel did you work at? The Marriott Marquis, oh, downtown Atlanta. Fancy, yes, fancy. in the sports bar. Oh, I've been there before. Very lucrative. Not at the actual sports bar, but at the Marriott. Yeah, you were there for Dragon for Con. For other reasons. Yeah, I used to work those Labor Day weekends. <laughs> Lots of money made. Lots of fun times, buddies. Uh, but yeah, so from serving, I just learned how to bartend, and then I started bartending for a friend of my, a friend at the time, at his club. And I just learned more from my friends and my and having like hands-on experience. Well, speaking of experience, as far as cocktails, our signature cocktail this evening is a tequila sunrise. Tequila sunrise. And how do you make a tequila sunrise? Tequila sunrise. You need an ounce and a half of tequila. Any tequila. Any tequila is fine. If it's lighter, darker, it doesn't matter if it's. Doesn't matter if it's light or dark. Light works better for aesthetic reasons. So it looks better? It looks better. It's prettier because your orange stays orange and it looks like a sunrise. Okay. That's the whole point of the name. Okay. Um, but you want to make sure that you try to stay away from like really cheap tequila. Like Jose Cuervo is good for shots, not good for mixed drinks. Okay. Or it's good for that night that you really just want to get fucked up versus <laughs> a night each you want to kind of remember. Um, so an ounce and a half of tequila finished with about mm, four ounces or so, uh, four or five ounces or so of orange juice, and then add your grenadine. Just like a little, would you say, like, oh, you have to have your spoon? I like to use like a spoon when I put the, the with the grenadine <laughs> so that it slides down. I have a drink of the, down the, the situation layer so y'all can see that shit. Like. And all of the grenadine sits pretty at the bottom and okay. not floating and mixed at the top. Because the bottom the like red and the orange yes, and whatever. Okay. exactly. But it's really pretty color when you mix it all together, too. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, it turns into a red. I'm looking at it right now. It's so pretty. Yeah, it's a pretty color. <laughs> um, I'm drinking. My friend here is just thinking because she can't drink. She's pregnant. She's about yeah. to have a baby. Like any minute, you know. I wish it was any minute now. But like, <laughs> when do you do? I'm doing April. April. Hopefully March. Uh, wait, is that before? <laughs> yes, like, March is before April. Like, I had too many drinks already. January, February. March. All you have to do is watch TikTok and you'll know what order right. the months go in. 
Okay. What's your due date, actually, though? My due date is actually April 2nd. And it's so close to April Fool's Day that I just don't want to take any chances. <laughs> even, it's a trick. I don't even want to cross into April with this pregnancy. I'm hoping that she gets tired of being crammed in my uterus and wants to experience the real world. Aww. Well, no one wants to experience the real world, but... I mean, you know... Uh, don't get depressing. Though. The real world is a little better than the universe, though. She's all comfortable and, and tied up in there. Oh, yeah, for now. But you're just like, I'm done. Pretty much. I am tired. It's your second pregnancy now? Hmm? It's your second pregnancy? Yes, it is. Well, no, I've been pregnant other times, but miscarriages and such. But this is my second baby. And it's a girl. It is a girl. Two and girls your other now. child is? A girl. So I have two girls. And she's how old? She's four. Oh, goodness. And they, I used to teach this child, so like, I know she's li- four going a little 14. bit about this child. <laughs> four going on 14. Then going on 40. <laughs> she has an attitude of a teenager yeah, and a mouth of a 40 year old. Yeah, wait till she gets there. Girl. And you got another one coming out. We're talking too far in the future. How's that going to go? What do you think? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, you think, like, when my youngest, or my oldest, the next one came along, she was like, oh my God, I want to be the best helper ever. And now she's like, I hate you. Yeah. But. (laughs) I mean, yeah, the older (laughs) one, my oldest, my daughter is excited about the baby. And that's fine and great. And I think she'll always be a good big sister, but she's already annoying and bossy. Oh, so And I'm like, if the baby as a child, as a toddler, does not listen to my four-year-old as a five or six-year-old, violence may ensue. <laughs> and with it's you or with, with, with the specific no, child? No, with, with the sisters because okay. she gets mad at me for not listening and I'm the parent. <laughs> so I mean, you know. That may be a thing. I mean, do you think Zara's going to be a good helper? Oh, yeah. She's already a good helper. Whenever I don't feel like getting anything from upstairs, I send her and she goes happily. Yeah. Well, the, I, I noticed that, too, when, when Lily was older. She was like, I like to go and get the diapers or change the diapers. Let me help you, you know, mm-hmm. let me get you the bottle. Let me do all the stuff, like, you know. Yeah. Actually, I'll be your friend. I'm actually worried that she's going to try to start nursing again. Who? Zaria. Really? Yeah. She'll, you think she'll regret? She saw a fast. She saw a fascination with my breasts. Okay. Apparently, it's normal, according to a couple articles I found on Google. I mean, are you your breasts for your next child? Yes. Interesting. Interesting. I feel like it's gonna be like, oh, mommy, can I have some? I'm gonna be like, <laughs> maybe. No, it's not for you. I mean, like, I we're I past see, that like, stage. I see like like Facebook posts and like just like. You know, fucking five-year-olds, like, I'm going to suck on my mom's tits. I'm like, you're five years old. You have teeth. Why, though? Why? You can hold a spoon and fork. No, you can talk to me. (laughs) You're talking to me. No. No. Oh, my daughter. Stay away. She talks very much. And she'll, like, she'll, like, lay in the bed. And she'll, like, reach over and slide her hand across my boob. And I'm like, stop. She's like, I just want to touch your nipple. And I'm like, (laughs) no. Stop. And then sometimes I'm just so spaced out or so tired that I don't realize she's doing it until she, like, pinches me or something. And I'm like, stop touching me. And I, like, pull the covers up over my shirt or, like, over my chest. Wait, what? And I'm just like, get out my bed. Go somewhere else. 
but mommy, I just, I, I, won't, I won't pinch them again. I won't hurt them. I just want, they're so soft. <laughs> I mean, I can see that. She's like, if she's like, what, what, what are you naming your new child? Her name is Raylan. Okay, Raylan's going to be like, she's going to be like, <laughs> me too. <laughs> well, Raylan has some. Can I have some? I'm hungry. I mean, it's good I'm going to be like, go get a snack. Go find some Cheez-Its. <laughs> Oh no! Gosh no! <laughs> That's pretty bad. Uh, we should, we can make that a cocktail. <laughs> I mean, there is there is a couple cocktails boob related. There's a buttery nipple and a yes, slippery but it's nipple. Not like actual boob milk. That oh. Although I, I've thought about that too. I'm like, well, for the shots of Oxmagnet, do I want to have like? complicated shots or just like simple oh, you gotta like, mix it up like just keep it simple like okay take you a shot you gotta mix it up you tequila, gotta, you gotta have a whatever. you have to have a shot of a redheaded slut one day but that's so complicated that's it's why not. i need it that's why i need bartender i don't wanna make that shit i'll make it for you like you gotcha. right now i got my tequila sunrise as you can hear jessica's drinking her water it's delicious it's so it's so good I can't like record the shots and thoughts segments because she's like, nope, I don't want to be on camera. So we'll, we'll TBD that. We'll TBD that. So, you know, you know, I guess what are what are our old they, shots and thoughts? Yeah. Although I can't take a shot. I mean, I could. You could take a shot. You could take multiple shots. A shot of tequila. Yeah, you could do that. I don't drink tequila, by the way. Okay, Wait, uh, speaking of tequila. So we have our... our, our uh, Tequila sunrise this evening, and our tequila that we're using is Negro Safiro. Never heard of that before. I got it in tequila. It's a beautiful uh, black bottle. It says tequila 100% agave, plata, ultra suave. Oh, it's actually in, in Spanish on the back. Yeah, I got it in Tijuana. And this is Echo Mexico, so it's probably super authentico. Yeah, it's like. Super legit in Spanish, bro. 40% alcohol volume. I don't know shit about shit. It's a very beautiful bottle. I'll show a picture of it later in my Instagram. I don't know anything about tequila, so it's very pretty. I just know if it's good or bad. That's good. Do you like it? I actually have never tried it, but it's good. Oh, how do you know? I don't. Okay. <laughs> Typically, pretty, the bottle's very pretty. Typically, pretty bottles mean good. Tequila. It's also difficult to pour because I tried to pour it earlier and it was just like, yeah, it's got the little. And like, it was, it was not, it wasn't that cheap in pesos. Don't ask me how much it was. In I just, pesos. I just remember. <laughs> I remember in pesos, it was a big number. I think it shot to the pesos. <laughs> it was a big okay. Number. Um, currently you can't see it, but Jessica's pouring a shot for us. Because she used to be a bartender, and she doesn't do that. <laughs> I can't do that, and she's pregnant; she can't take it. So, oh, it actually smells. It smells good. It doesn't smell like the nasty, like the stuff that tastes like rubbing alcohol. I don't know what that means. I can hear your dog in the background. I don't smell nothing. Are you sick? Yeah, I no, got the COVID. Fine. I got well, the COVID. Good. That's the easiest way to um, to know if you're taking if you're drinking good tequila or not. 
like that does not smell like so intense. Yeah. So if you smell it and it smells appalling to you, it probably is going to taste that well, way. Well, I feel like that's with me with every tequila and probably but that's every you vodka. Don't tequila. I don't. I but don't. I've drank. I've drank lots of different brands of tequila. Well, I've drank really cheap shit. That's like. Like the Dom Pedro, like the one that's like ten dollars for a liter. I've drank that shit. And that you're like, eh. yeah, it comes like in the plastic, theory, comes like, in the plastic eh. bottle instead of like any sure. kind of hard bottle. Yeah, no, I've drank that. And, then, and you're not even halfway through the next day, and you're just like, oh, I hate my life. And then I've drank like <laughs> the really expensive shit that makes no fucking sense. Is why is it that expensive? I've drank some. I don't remember what tequila it was, but it had gold flakes in it or something like that, and it was. Like a hundred, it was like a hundred and eighty dollars for the bottle, and I was. Aren't there like the hundred like something dollars for the shot? Oh yeah, I've heard of those. That. I've never had. That's insane. My my bank account. Doesn't I know it's support over that over whatever, but just, I'm just like, what the fuck? Like, my why bank would account I ever support that? Dream? No, 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 no. There's the 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 freaking um, restaurant where I used to work at. They had that. I'm like, why? Why would you ever take a shot that expensive? Like, no, no, ma'am, no, sir. No, thank you. All right. Do I, do I need chases or? It's up to you. I, I don't know. I'm I don't have tequila. any limes. And there's salt. You want salt? No, I got this. I mean, you might want to chase it because you're not going to like the taste of tequila because you don't like tequila. I don't. Yes. I don't like vodka, so no vodka tastes good to me. Oh. No. Vodka I can do if it's a good Cosmo, but that's about it. It's got to be mixed, though. Yeah. All right. Well, shots and thoughts. Here it is. Ooh. <laughs> mm-hmm. You really Listen, needed a there lime. Was, there was there was no burn. Like that's good. Tear typical whatever. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> It smelled like typically if you can handle the smell of the tequila, like if you whiffed it, waft it under your nose and you inhale, and you can handle it, and it has a a pure smell to you, like not like fucking acid. Yeah. Then you can handle it. Like I like like I can smell this and not. Yeah, be but like, you like drinking tequila, so you know. Well, yeah. Like I, I can't I can say that works with with, Jay, with or not Jameson with whiskey. And be like, okay, that's I can't that tell you great, I did the same I'm thing like, with that what? because I've never smelled another alcohol and been like, oh, yeah. But, like, you know, vodka, tequila, I'm like, ugh. That smells kind of crazy. Yeah. But if it's good whiskey, I can do that. It smells good. Yeah, like, thing. no problem. So, let me ask a question. With all your experience as a bartender in the surfing industry... I'm sure you had a lot of experiences with people in general and lots of stories and lots of crazy moments. That's why I got out of the industry. People in general because of... 90% of people that come into restaurants and bars have no self-respect. Okay, I see that. Or respect for other people. Yeah, right? Because they think we're like, you know, subservient. Yeah, I believe obviously everyone, it should be like a requirement to graduate high school that you have to like... Work in customer service. Uh huh. Right. But yeah, I digress. Yes, and yes, I, that's a, that's a whole other topic on another story. <laughs> yes, ma'am. Where people are like, oh, you're a person and you have thoughts. 
and you're not stupid, and you know how to do stuff? Yeah, okay. But did you ever have an experience where maybe it stood out to you, or something crazy happened, or, you know, somebody did something stupid? Because I know I got a lot of those, but... No, I mean, as far as customer goes, I can't think of one specific incident that stands out where it's just like, I can't believe that happened. It's more so just in general, it's repetitive. Like when I worked at the hotel, we would get we would get calendars of when specific groups of people and companies would be having conferences. And you would always know which companies you wanted to be there for. So it would be... Um, I was going to say, like, did you have, like, a certain, like, not to be, like, a demographic, but, like, you know, these people were going to come in oh, like, yes. shit! Yes. So That's not going to be good. Yes. There were church groups. Whenever we had church groups that had conferences <laughs> or whatever going on, if it was a religious organization, nobody wanted to work. Oh, ugh. Because they didn't want to buy alcohol or... They didn't buy alcohol. Okay. So they, they didn't... Their tabs never went up. Okay. They shared every meal. Okay. And they wanted cucumbers in their fucking water. <laughs> Listen, I don't like cucumbers, man. We don't... We don't <laughs> prep... We didn't prep cucumbers. Like we so prep much. lemons and limes like and that's so it. Like, you can know. you imagine going to the kitchen and being like, I need some more cucumbers, please. Can I get some more cucumbers? <laughs> Have six tables of eight ladies at each table that all want to share Excuse a fucking me. salad and ask for cucumbers in their water. Now, don't get me wrong; they were really sweet people. I, I never, I don't, I don't recall having a rude experience with one, but it was always like, "Oh, here's four dollars on my thirty dollar check." And I'm like, thanks, okay, whatever. And but then you had ask. groups like the corporate groups that came in, like the business guys. You knew that their company, like. They would rack up fucking tabs at the bar. I had this one group. I don't ask me what group it was because I don't remember. I haven't worked there in like eight years. But we had this. I remember this table that came in, and I was a very honest server when I needed to be. Oh yes. So it was you a can big, gauge when you. But then it, that also that backfires well, on you. Well, it does. You're like, oh, I'm your friend, and you're like, well, what the fuck? This I was one, your friend, and this bitch should tip me on the shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This one. This one backfiring on me so it was i remember it was a group of five they were sitting at a small table that was meant for four but they pulled up a chair and they had oh, racked, i hate those though i'm sorry it was a, so I whenever don't... the corporate groups came in like that like the whole restaurant would be packed okay so, so it, you we have were to used like forgive to, it yeah we Ugh, were used to no. people moving around and getting to like they all knew each other they all worked with each other but they're just sitting in their own little groups and the restaurant's packed okay we knew it was busy so this one particular group that i had their bill was they racked up like a $500 bill between their food and their alcohol. Mind you, hotel things are a little more priced than things like a typical drink there was probably a standard drink was about $12 to $15. Right, right. So it was already overpriced. But anyways, um, so between their food and drinks, I mean, they were there for two, three hours. Like these groups would come sit, watch the sports games on the TV, hang out, talk, and then we'd just be packed and that's it. So most of our tables would just sit there and drink, and we just keep bringing them drinks and drinks, and it's fine. Um, so this table had racked up like a five hundred dollar check, and I was like, okay, they're getting drunk. Like, I'm just gonna put gratuity on the check. Now, mind uh, you, you're not supposed to put gratuity on the check unless it's like six or more people. That was uh, our rule, right? But I put gratuity on anyways. I was like, let me just cover myself because 
I had to tip out the bar. Yeah. And if they didn't tip me Did you tip out enough, the bar on just alcohol or everything? Just on alcohol. Oh, look you. Um, so I was like, I have to tip out the bar on, you know, $300 of this alcohol or $350 of this alcohol. And if they tip me 10% or 50 like, I'm at that point paying for their drinks. So I was like, no. So I put gratuity on to get my 20%. That's fine. But I was nice to them. I went up to them and I said, here's your check. Gratuity's been included. Now, I don't know if he heard me or not. But he gave me his card. I ran his card. And he signed the check and handed it back to me. And he had put like 25% tip on there. On top of it. And I was oh. like, sir, gratuity was included. Yeah. And again, either he didn't hear me or didn't care. And I was like, okay, thanks. So off that one check, I think I made a hundred bucks. Shit, man. But he didn't like yelling or nothing? No. Okay, well then shit. Again, I don't think he, I don't know if he heard me or if he just didn't care. He probably didn't care. But he was like, <laughs> scribble, scribble, he scribble, here you go. Corporate, I was like, pay for all this shit, like whatever. And I was like, all right, cool, thanks. Like, whatever, that's great. And that was like, that was the reason I stayed at the hotel so long. Like the hotel, I made, I, I could work part time. I could work 20, 25 hours a week. As long as I was working like a Friday and Saturday night or during during where we were, the hotel capacity was like more than 60%. And I could make a stand, you know, I'd make about a thousand bucks a week. So what made you want to leave? I moved to Japan. That's, oh, an, that's where we won't talk any further about that. <laughs> that's another story for another uh, day. They don't, they don't hear that. It's like, no, like, you know. Even me being where I was at the time, like, it wasn't fucking, it banked like that shit, but, like, definitely, was just I like, mean, why'd you money, leave? Yeah, I know. Money was good. Like. And it was a sports bar, so typically, you know, 80% of the guests we had came in to drink. And, like I said, the conferences were the best because we had Ford one time. I remember Ford had a conference in our hotel. And, like, those guys can fucking drink. <laughs> Beer after American beer, whiskey man. after whiskey. And then it makes it better when you're like, hey, you want to make that a double? They're like, yeah, yeah sure. Right. And they'll say, I'll take another. Oh, okay. You don't ask if they want a double. <laughs> you just ring up another. Yeah. And then eventually they're like, make it a single. Yeah. And you're like, okay. After they've had three doubles. And you're like, Shit, man. Well, even like for a Dragon Con and stuff like that, like how'd that go? Oh, Dragon Con was our best night like, of the year. Oh my god! Our best weekend like, of the I year. I can't even imagine like me just going there as a as a voyeur <laughs> and not spending the money and not like just no. I mean, as Dragon Con just going around like so. With, I mean, the thing with Dragon Con fuck, was man. like that's like insane. People, yeah, people didn't really drink to the evening, but they didn't stick around as long. So Dragon Con, you made so much money. Because people would come in, even if it was during the day. We'd open an hour early, stay an hour late. So you'd easily work a 14-hour shift if you worked open to close. That's um, And it was welcomed because they were so busy. And our sections would go from five tables or six or eight tables down to three. And that was still it. popping out. But when I tell you, like, like, right? like because everyone wants to pop. go see other things. Right, exactly. So they so, like, let's get like, something to eat. Always, like, so, yeah, during the day, like, let's get yep. some food. Here's your $10 on a $12 tab tip because right. I'm feeling generous. Right, right, right. Let's go somewhere else. Right, right, And right. you're turning tables quickly. <laughs> then the evening, people are drinking, and they have two or three drinks, and they're like, hey, let's go to the other bar. And you're flipping tables. 
Like if you three didn't, if you didn't make like that's like if you didn't make fifteen hundred dollars working a double. What if you did not make fifteen hundred? What's your double hours? Huh? Your double hours? Your double and double hours could pro- was probably about fourteen hours. So if you didn't Girl. make, but if you did not walk out fifteen hundred dollars working a double during Dragon Con weekend, you did not do your job right. Ugh. You didn't like you were you're not a great server. Man, fuck that shit. Like I could make, I would make a month's worth of pay in three days during Dragon Con. I remember really thinking like everything was great when I had like a half like session of a, you know, hey, here's this fucking art festival or whatever the hell. Yeah. Yeah. No. Oh my god, I can't imagine with fucking Dragon Con. That's insane. Yeah. Did anything crazy happen during Dragon Con? No, Dragon Con, I mean, it was cool to see everyone's costumes when they came and in. And no one was, like, insane or whatever. Like, no, not, not the times I worked there. I'd only, I'd done, I did three Dragon Cons my third. So I worked there for two and a half years. So I was, I did three Dragon Con sessions. And I never saw anything, like, crazy. But it was always packed. Yeah. Like, you had to get to work early to, like, maneuver through the crowds, forget finding parking. and Yeah, then, how'd you park? So there's a parking garage that we're allowed to park in except during events where they're full capacity. Then we can't park in there. So you get lucky if you find street parking or you park across the street in the garage and you pay for that. Or you fucking park at a train station somewhere else and depending on how late you're working and take the train into t- oh, <laughs> take the shit. train train station, it just depends. Did they did they help you out with that or they were just No. Like, no, you just pay for it. Yeah, you work, you, you park wherever, later. yeah. No, there was no like parking for employees. Shit. In the valley, because that's where they did all the valets. So, like, if the hotel was at 100% capacity, you could not park in the they garage. about the customers. Yeah. I mean, shit. And it wasn't a big deal. I mean, when you make the money, when you made the money you make, like, paying 10 bucks for parking that night didn't really seem like I a mean, big deal. I mean, I was going to say, like, <laughs> $10 <laughs> out of, like, $1,500. Like, yeah. I'm good. Thank you very much. Yeah. Sir, so. madam, blah, blah, blah. Like, no, like, I've only gone as a spectator. I can't imagine going there and, and, and working and being, like, on yeah. the other side. I mean, you want to work. I mean, by the end of the weekend, your feet hurt, your back hurt, you're exhausted, but you're sitting on, like, three or four grand. I mean, I'm saying, for and three days? Like, whatever. Shit, like. Then you just take the next two days off of work after to recover, and then you go back to normal Did they place. give you that to you? No, I mean, mostly you, you just request it. But typically, the weekend after Labor Day, like, because Labor Day ends on that Monday, and that Monday morning, because people are leaving, it slows down, and so your crowd is a lot less. And by Tuesday, so you're back there. It's, it doesn't matter. Yeah. So basically, when it gets to Tuesday and Wednesday of that week, like the hotel's empty, so they're not going to schedule. Is it that dead? Yeah, like, like the that ho- dramatic. Yeah, like so or capacity, so capacity at the hotel, like a good night where you know you'd have an average night you would look at about 75 to 80% capacity. And you know the Jevities at night. If you were at 90 or 100, you know you'd be busy for like the bulk of dinner. Anything under, especially under 50%, you you probably, you make more money, you can make the same amount of money, but there'd be less servers working. Okay. So like... So you're still making more money. Yeah, so you're still making the same amount of money if you're one of those servers working. Right. So like hotels at like 35% capacity and you're scheduled... You can be like, eh, you know, trade with someone else. And it might be you and just two other people. So it might just be three people working a full shift because there's no one in the hotel. 
versus when 100 per capacity, they'll have 10 servers on the floor. Oh. So they'll, you Did know. Did I maximize it that much, though? Like, that, like, was that extreme from three to, like, 10 people? Yeah. Based on... Capacity of the capacity? hotel. Mm-hmm. Okay. Shit. Um, because the sports bar was cheaper than the steakhouse. <clears throat> So the steakhouse that was next door to us, it was still a nice restaurant. And they would still get busy, but it was sports bar was a cheaper option. We had things like chicken tenders for like fourteen bucks versus the steakhouse. You get you know a fucking T bone for sixty bucks. Right. You know, and people depending on the group that's in there, they don't want to go spend sixty bucks on a steak. Oh they yeah. Want... And or it, like, <laughs> like let it be football season. <laughs> like we weren't allowed. Well, that's to... another thing too. Drive like, we... falls in the same. We weren't Weekend allowed to take like off. SEC or whatever. Yeah. So you get like the two kind of uh, yeah, so opposite sometimes. And the other the times would be like the week before, week after. But then like December for what is it? Chick-fil-A bowl or whatever, Peach Bowl, stuff oh, like that. Sports bowl. Because we were by so we were downtown and if we were hosting especially, we couldn't take those days off because we'd be packed from all the people coming to watch the game. Oh, okay. Like the back of the restaurant had these like four there were like four like 75 inch TVs on just one wall. Oh shit. So people would come in and they'd be like, oh, we want to sit back there. And they'd sit there for three hours and watch the football games. Or like Super Bowl, they would come to a sports bar and sit there and watch Super Bowl. So there were certain days where you could you knew you were gonna be full 100 percent capacity, so you would need 10 servers on the floor. I mean, they, would they at least tip you accordingly or like Oh yeah. They're like I said, the church. I mean, yeah. Like, so we had, I remember one time I had this, we had this foreign, I want to say they were French, this like foreign French organization come in and they were taught on like their travels or during their travels by whoever was guiding them that tipping was an American custom. So when you go to a restaurant, you don't tip. So they were like, you know, make sure that when you go sit down and eat, that you were leaving oh, a tip. Oh, they over-exaggerated it. Yeah. So, like, they <laughs> came in, and they were, like, way over-tipping. Oh, shit. Because they didn't know any better. Okay. Um. So then, but then you have, like I said, those lovely religious groups, those church groups where... <laughs> but they're not drinking, so, like, I mean... No, but it didn't them. matter. You would get a $2 tip on a $20 check. Mm. Okay. I remember working at AMC. Worst tip I ever got. And maybe they just didn't know they were supposed to tip. I don't know. Were they teenagers? No, they were adults. Worst oh. tip I ever got. The check was ninety-eight twelve. As or like at the bar? No, it was it so AMC Forker Screen, so it's a dining movie theater. So okay. you go sit down, you have a table, you watch the movie, but right. you have a server who takes your order and yes. brings you drinks and stuff. Okay? So my check was ninety-eight twelve or ninety-eight fourteen, something like that. They literally rounded up to the next dollar and tipped me like 90, like 80 something cents or whatever the change was to round it up. And then had the nerve to say, great service. Oh, like they wrote it down? Yeah. Oh, okay. And I was just like, (laughs) I was flabbergasted. I was like, what the fuck is this? Where's your, what's your um, reasoning behind that? There's no reason behind There's, it. Like, where's Unless your, where's your... They're prob- I mean, most people at the movie theater, it's hard because one, a lot of, at least when I worked there 10, 11 years ago, it's hard because they're just like, oh, it's a movie theater. Like, we don't tip at a movie theater, but it's a restaurant and a movie theater. 
Okay. And they for, and a lot of people forget the restaurant aspect of it. Or maybe they're like, oh, maybe because it's a movie theater too, we don't have to tip. So they didn't tip servers. Like there was a spot on their credit card receipt for tip, but people just didn't know. I remember I made, working at this, I remember I got really excited when I broke $100 in a day. Oh, no. Working there. No. And then a it's, year later, I go I work mean, at the I hotel. And a hundred dollars in a shift would have pissed me off. Uh, right? Like, that's like probably the experience I had, like the place that I worked at. Like, yeah. Especially when you say the the hotel, I'm like, what? You were making like fifty dollars? Like what? Yes. Like oh shit! Like so if I, I yeah, if, like SEC weekend or fucking Dragon Con, like bank. I'm gonna make so the only bank, I mean, like, the, the <laughs> biggest <laughs> pro was having to fight traffic to get downtown every day I mean, or every other know, day i can i can survive that That's and then fine. but the best part That's, was I can survive that. the best part was after a shift especially if you're working with the like the people that you liked working with or your friends but the best part was after a shift we would go across the street from the hotel to this place um called gibney's pub it's an irish pub i think you know it um it's not on Baker Street in Atlanta, but it's on an, a street perpendicular, adjacent or perpendicular. Whichever one fucking crosses. Perpendicular? Yes. That's the one that it crosses over? Yeah. Yeah, that one. And it's like Perpen- a big, like... Yeah. It's perpendicular door or something. to Baker Street. Yes. Yes. Gibneys. Uh-huh. We would go in there and we and drink. And closed last time we went there. <laughs> we go there and drink and have a fucking blast and just talk about our shitty shift or our good shift. We drink the fu- we drink for like an and hour then and imagine all the drunken costumes. <laughs> this wasn't even drunken. This was an every night thing. This was a you work in the night shift. Okay, well you got something to do. No, especially on a Friday or Saturday. All right, let's go to Gibney's. So let me ask you why, with all you know the success and money and whatever, like what made you exit that industry? Ultimately, I got tired. Of physically, no, mentally tired of catering to people who were not respectful of the industry or okay. those working in the industry. Okay, okay. Um, and I was, you know, I didn't have a lot of rude customers, but I just got tired of like doing for other people. I'm surprised that you didn't have a lot of rude customers in downtown Atlanta. None stand out. Like, I didn't have, I didn't have a lot of tables that like. I couldn't stand. There were tables that I couldn't stand. There were tables that I pushed out the door. There were tables that I'd want to talk to my manager. But it wasn't... Let me speak to your manager. It wasn't the common... Excuse me. Yeah. It wasn't the common (laughs) denominator. It was that. But I actually quit because I was moving to Japan. Oh, okay. So, like, no outer, like... No. Outlining like, all right, this is done. I'm done. No, and I'm fucking shit. Done. Fuck the shit. Yeah, this guy did this, or this person did this, or oh yeah, nothing I'm, like that. I I was lucky enough to have a good boss at the place I That's worked at, nice. and I, for the most part, like the friends I had there, like we were good friends. We all got along. It you know people were willing to like pick up your shifts for you and do things like that. So, um. It wasn't a lifetime gig for me, but there are people who Well, you know, that's work the there. other thing. is like, service industry is not forever. Some some people, is. there are people that work, like, there are people that were servers there for, like, 15 years. And, and that's what I have a hard time struggling with that. Like, and how are you there forever? 
Well, and th- you're, this you're quote unquote forever. And the hotel, the money was good. Like it was consi- it was good on a consistent basis. Because I think about like the fact, like you know, like a mom, I have kids. Like no offense to anybody, like people did it. Their you know, moms, like, I kids, did it. I did it when I was when I yeah. was. But where's your retirement plan? Where's your? You I know, don't like. I don't even think not that's, to be like that serious, but but you could say that about a lot of industries because people don't save for retirement these days. And I like I'm on that note, like. I got my 401k that I can do, but I'm employed now, I'm so like, stay at home mom doesn't you know. have a stay at home mom doesn't have a 401k. <laughs> like, <laughs> like I don't even know how to like approach that shit. Like not that that's an excuse. I could definitely set up a retirement plan. I mean, whatever. I just haven't. I was a, I was a stay at home mom for once upon a time. Now I have a choice, and I'm like. How do you do that? When I was in the service industry, like, yep, rack it up, rack it up. No problem. It was great. Fantastic. Yeah. The, the people that are still there, I'm like, how are you still there at 57 years old? Why? You don't have kids? I mean, that no judgment. For a lot of, I mean, people don't really, I mean, the same thing for a lot of industries and having kids doesn't mean a lot to previous generations i would say i would say our generation the upcoming generation we are trying to do things differently than our parents who are workaholics and like trying to make sure that they gave us a decent lifestyle or gave us that american dream or that opportunity and we're like yeah I want to play more than I want to pay bills for the rest of my well, life. Well, I can't play nothing. <laughs> Look, like I said, so, stay at home, mom. You know. <laughs> I have I have very little say, honestly, like. in the play. <laughs> but you did, though. <laughs> I'm just saying, like. <laughs> well, being at home was not by choice. Uh, no, know. and like you know, like I would stay at home. I love that shit. Like that was I, fun I great. don't. I, I, I don't like that. the responsibility of having to cook and clean oh. because I have nothing else to like, do. Well, you know, like, don't think of it, like, as, like, the typical, like, oh, like, the 50s household situation, okay? Oh, yeah, I would have never survived. No, no. No like, one would ever marry me. Right, right, right. <laughs> like, don't look at it that way, like, you know. But. I hate cooking. So. But, you know, I, I, it's just, like. Where do you go from there? Like, either you're that or you're by yourself and doing it, then you can't do it. Or you have to have somebody to depend on. Yeah. <laughs> and you're just like, okay, that's, that's sucks. I will say that if I was going to, if I did go back to work and I wanted something casual, I would definitely go back to bartending. Oh, interesting. Interesting. Bartending, not serving. I want to like talk to. It wraps to, up into bartending. I want to talk to non-sober people. <laughs> well, you know, and that's why, I, like, part of this, like, like when I interview people, I want to interview the people, like, because bartenders are basically like therapists. Yeah, they hear the crazy shit, and you're like, but why? Why are you telling me all this stuff? Oh, well, first of all, you're wasted. Yeah, so you want to tell me all this stuff, like you know. But anyways. We're wrapping up to the end of our episode here because we don't want to record it too super, super late. And um, I don't even know how to end this. It got so serious. <laughs> Why? It was just like, 
life goals and all this stuff like that. Like, yeah, look at us. We're so great. Well, I mean, maybe you are, but I'm not. <laughs> Meanwhile, I got kicked out of my place. <laughs> oh, but it's not my fault, though. My landlord was like, hey, I'm going to sell my place. So it is what it is. But anyways, you can follow Jessica at... Where? On Instagram. Why do people want to follow me? They, because they can do. There's nothing good on my Instagram. It you doesn't matter. What's your app, bro? You can follow me, but there's nothing good okay, on Okay, but what's your app, bro? What is my app? Oh, my God. At Jess the Best Me? There's an underscore somewhere. I'm yeah, sure. yes, exactly. Yes, there you go. At Jess, At Jess underscore, underscore the best me. The best me. Thank you very much. We gotta we, we promote our people when we fucking talk about it, bro. I mean, you can promote me. Yes, I, and I'm very, I'm very good at the point. It's mostly and then, pictures of my, my adorable It doesn't daughter. matter. We follow, we promote. Our, so stinking cute. Everybody that we, we interview, we're gonna promote. So, at underscore just the best meme. Yes. Thank you. And then mine is at drinks and things somewhere along the lines. There's some fucking underscore in there. I don't know what it is. Exactly. See? People want to follow that. So, drinks and things. Just the best me. Yeah. She's going to cry now because she's immortal and she's pregnant. And it's my baby when she was a little baby. Exactly. That's why you want to follow her because she's fantastic. That's my best friend right there. <laughs> uh, anyways, everybody had a great night. Follow me, Drinks and Thinks, at Just Drinks and Things. Have a great night. Thank you, and bye.